Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Apostle E.A. Ajay. Apostle E.A. Ajay is the founder and pastor of Devotional Life Church. He is also the founder of the Jesus the Answer campaign and an author of several best-selling books. Devotional Life Church is a vibrant church with people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to E.A. Ajay. May God help me. Today I come with a very short message. You, some of you know that my messages are nice and short. <laughs> so just sit back and relax. So you better take every sentence very seriously. <laughs> to help me. Amen. The message that I say today is the body matters. The body matters. Hallelujah. Beloved, I want us to read something in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. Amen. Amen. It's not easy to be up here, you know. But it's a great thing. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. First. 19. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Beloved, because of this verse, so we know that our body matters. This body matters a lot. It matters to God. It matters to the Holy Spirit. It matters to Jesus. And it matters to us. So whatever we feed our body, whatever we do with our bodies or, we, or by our bodies is really important. God is watching us and God is interested in our body. So today I want to give us a very short message regarding what the body, the body matters concerning the body. Let's read something again in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16 to 17. 1 Corinthians 3, 16 to 17. Amen. Chapter 3, Hallelujah. Amen. Don't you know you yourselves are God's and God's spirit dwells in your midst? If anyone does God's temple, God destroyed that person. Wow. God's temple is sacred, and you together are that temple. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Beloved, this is really scary. It says that anyone who destroys this temple, this body is the temple of God. So anyone who destroys this temple, God will do what? Will destroy. Frankly speaking, I've read this verse, but I never really read it to that point that God will destroy that person. So whatever we do to this body, good or bad, good will benefit. But bad, whatever we do, any bad thing that we do to this body, God will destroy us. Are you not scared, beloved? So today I'm praying that by this word we will know what we need to do, what we need not to do, to keep this this body, that we will not defile it, that we will not destroy this body, for God not to destroy us. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's read the same First Corinthians chapter 6, verse 13, please. Corinthians 6, 13. 6, 13. Amen. You say, food for the stomach, and the stomach for food, and God will destroy them both. The body, however, is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord, and the Lord for the body. Hallelujah. Amen. We just read this. I just want us to know that the body, it says that the body is what? For the Lord. This body is for the Lord. So if Christian is different, you can do whatever you want to do with your body. But this body that we have, this body that we are carrying is for what? It's for the Lord, it's for our Savior, it's for our Master, it's for our Maker, it's for our Redeemer. Amen. Praise the Lord. Beloved, let's read again Psalm, 10, Psalm, Psalm 100 verse 3. Psalm 100 verse 3. And it says that, that um, it says that it is God who made us. Psalm 100 verse 3. We're going to read a lot of scriptures. I've learned it from my pastor, so you guys have to deal with it. <laughs> Psalm Amen. 100, verse 3. Hallelujah. Amen. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. 
We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Beloved, so we have to look after what God has made. We have Amen. to look after what God has done. Amen. I hope we understand it up to this point. So now there's another scripture in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 20. It says, we were bought at a price. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 20. We were bought at a price, so we must honor God with our bodies. First Corinthians First 6, 20. Corinthians 6, 20. Hallelujah. Amen. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. Amen. Amen. Remember, Jesus paid the price with his blood. And I don't know if any of us can pay that price. So it's important, the Bible is saying that we were bought at a price, and that price is Jesus coming to die on the cross for us with his blood. He said, no one take it. He gave, he gave it up for us. So we are to honor God with our bodies. It is really important, beloved. It's very, very necessary that we honor God with our bodies. And there's something, when you read, um, when you read the Old Testament on how Moses built the tabernacle and carefully outlined a place for the Holy Spirit to dwell in, which is the Ark of the Covenant. And God's presence was there in the Ark of the Covenant, which, made the, uh, which was made with the most expensive uh, jewels that God specifically told them to use to build that chamber. I mean specifically for that place, the holies of holies. And the quality of the materials that God used and the craftsmen, the Bible says that he used the best craftsmen you could find among the people in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And so when Paul says that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit, so remember this Holy Spirit in the Old Testament was dwelling in this great thing that they have built for God. But now the Bible is saying that we, our bodies, are the temple of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit dwells in us. So just imagine how valuable our bodies are, you know, for the Holy Spirit to dwell in us. Beloved, I hope we understand what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. So, beloved, it is a great honor as Christians to bear the Spirit of God in us. I mean, think about it. What do you think? Because these things that God told Moses to use to build the Ark of the Covenant, they are really rare things, amazing things. God used the best Craftsmen that he, we could ever find on earth to do these things. And now in the New Testament, now it's saying that we are the temple. We are the ones. We are the temple where the Holy Spirit dwells, not in the Ark of the Covenant. It dwells in us. So how valuable are we, beloved? It's a great honor to be that temple that holds this um, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So I want us to learn um, how do we honor God with our bodies? How do we honor God with our bodies? First one, would, I would say having a healthy body. You know, when you're healthy, when you look after your body, I mean physically, mm. you're eating well, you're exercising, walking, you know, your body is healthy, you're, you, you're not sick. What, someone will say, how would that honor God with your body? It will because you'll be able to do the work of God. If you're sick, there's not much mm. you can really do for God mm. because God requires each and every one of us to work for him. We are all meant to serve God in one way or the other. It doesn't matter how big. You don't need to be a pastor or whatever. Pastor always says that. But there's something each and every one of us can do mm. for God. God has put that in us. So we, when we have a healthy body, when our bodies are healthy, we have a great mindset, we are able to do that. It's is that not an honor to God? It is. We are honoring God with our bodies by working for him, by looking after this body, this temple yeah. that he has given us, that the Holy Spirit dwells in, to be able to work and to do his job. Amen. Amen. Now, the second thing I want us to look, look at is um, how to honor God with our bodies is abstaining from sexual immorality. So let's go back to 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 13. Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, 13, hallelujah. Amen. You say, food for the stomach and the stomach for food, and God will destroy them both. The body, however, is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord, and the Lord for the body. Amen. Amen. We all know what sexual immorality is. Sexual, it, it, it includes adultery, prostitution, sexual relations between unmarried individuals, homosexuality, all that stuff. So let's read First Corinthians, Thessalonians, sorry, First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 3 to 5. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 3 to 5. Thessalonians chapter 4, mm -hmm. verse 3 to 5. Hallelujah. Amen. It is God's will that you should be sanctified, mm -hmm. that you should avoid sexual immorality, mm -hmm. that each of you should learn to control your own body in a way that is holy and honorable, mm -hmm. 
not in passion at last like the pagans who do not know God. Amen. Amen. So, beloved, by abstaining for sexual immoralities, we are honoring God with what? With our bodies. Hallelujah. So, let's read something in 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 1. All these scriptures explain themselves. That's why I'm not really explaining it too much. 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 1. Second Corinthians, Amen. Chapter seven, verse one. Yeah. Therefore, since we have these promises, dear friends, let us purify ourselves from everything that contaminates the body and spirit, perfecting holiness out of reverence for God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So when we sin, when we when we commit sexual immorality, we are contaminating our bodies, and it is not holy. It's not honourable to God. So this is very explanatory. This verse is very explanatory that we have to keep us as abstain ourselves from contaminating ourselves from what sin, and so that we won't we won't we will be what our bodies will be holy. And we'll give God the honor. Amen. Amen. And let's read again in First Thessalonians. First Thessalonians again, chapter four, verse four. First Thessalonians. Four verse four. Chapter four, verse four. Hallelujah. That every one of you that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor. Amen. Amen. If you read other versions, it says that each of you should know how to um, um, like control your bodies in a way that is honorable. So if we are able to say no to all these sexual immoralities, we are able to abstain from them. We are controlling our bodies from it. And that will give honor to God again. Hallelujah. Let's go back to 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 18. Okay. 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 18. 18. Hallelujah. Amen. Flee from sexual immorality. Mm -hmm. All other sins a person commits are outside the body, but whoever sins sexually sins against their own body. Wow. Amen. Amen. So Amen. This, is, this is just something. When we sin sexually, we sin sexually, we're sinning against, not just against God, we are also, we are also sinning against our own self, beloved. So, uh, the next thing, if we want to honor God, we have to abstain from sexual immorality. It's a really important thing. God wants us to honor him with our bodies and by not to give ourselves up to what? Sexual immorality. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. The next thing, oh, sorry. I got lost. <laughs> the next thing to honor God with your body is to bring your body to subjection. Amen. To subjection. Amen. Beloved, when God saves us, saved us from the world, sometimes it's very difficult. I mean, in the initial stage, everybody goes through it. Because something that you've tested for, the enemy will keep bringing it back. If you've smoked before, if you've uh, committed adultery, whatever, sexual immorality, all these things, stealing everything, the enemy definitely brings it back. Mm. But when we are able to, to bring our bodies to subjection, we are able to overcome these things. And when we do that, it says that we honor God we honor God with our bodies. Let's read something in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27. Apostle Paul says something there. 1 Corinthians 9, verse 27. 9, 27. Hallelujah. Amen. No, I strike a blow to my body and make it my slave, so that after I have preached to others... I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. Amen. Amen. He says he does what? He strikes a blow. In other words, he disciplines his body. Beloved, the Bible also says that everything that is written here is written here for what? For us to learn from it. So we have to learn from these great apostles. He says he strikes a blow to it. I don't know how he does it. I don't think he hits himself. But I'm sure maybe he speaks to himself. I do that all the time. You know, some of the things that I know, sometimes yeah. it's even thoughts that come into your head. You know, you come, you, you'll be surprised you're there, you'll be thinking certain things, and then the next time you realize, like, your mind is all over the place and you're thinking things that you're not meant mm. to think. I said, I said to myself, listen, Joyce, get a grip. Yeah. Then don't think like that, you know, don't think. And then mm -hmm. this scripture comes in, I put my thought patterns to suggestion of Christ Jesus. Mm. 
You understand? So I, I speak to myself. We have to learn. We must learn to bring our bodies to subjection. Beloved, it, when we keep our bodies under control, it honors God. It honors God. So we have to put our old self off and what? Carry the new self. Someone might sin against you. Someone might do something against you. But your old self will, will do what? Will go and tell the person off. But your new self will say that, you know what? Because of Jesus, let me just leave it. Let me just leave. I'm a new person. Yeah. That's another way of, you know, bringing your body to subjection. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And one, there's a very member. There's a very great member of the body that we need to tame very well. That's the tongue. So let's read something in James chapter 3, verse 8. James chapter, chapter 3, 3, verse 8. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. But no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Beloved, the tongue is a very serious thing. The Bible says that life and death lies in the tongue. Amen. You understand? So we are either proclaiming life or death in situations in our lives, in people's lives, in whatever. So the tongue is a really serious thing that we must learn to tame. How will we do that? When we pray, one thing I do is I pray to God and ask God to help me tame my tongue. Help me to speak life. Yeah into the life of my children, my husband, my marriage, the church, all members, my friends, my loved ones, anything. So as long as we pray, we ask God to help us. You'll be surprised. Some of the things you would want to say, but you realize that you hold yourself back. What you think is you is not you, beloved. You'll be surprised. It's the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. helping you to hold yourself up. So one thing, one way we can hold our tongues, we can use our tongues for good, is to pray to God Almighty and ask him to help us by his spirit to tame our tongues. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Now I want us to, the, one, the last thing that we can do, we, we, we honor God with our bodies. You see, we honor God with our bodies in life or in death. Let's read Philippians chapter 1, verse 20 to 21. It says something. It says that Christ will be magnified in our bodies, whether by life or death. Whether we live a good life in Christ, Christ is magnified in our bodies. Our bodies are giving God the glory. And when we die in Christ, we are giving God what? The glory as well. Um, Philippians. Philippians, yes, chapter 1, verse 20 to 21. Philippians 1, 20 to 21. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. I eagerly expect and hope that I will in no way be ashamed, but will have sufficient courage so that now, as always, Christ will be exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. Hallelujah. Amen. Beloved, to live is what? It's Christ. For to die is to gain. So when you're living in Christ and you're not doing all these things, it will come. But because you're holding on to Christ, you're holding on to Jesus, you're not doing, you're not sinning, you're not giving yourself, your body up for sin or anything. It's an honor to God. We are honoring God. And when we die also in Christ, it's a gain. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I want us to move on to the next one. That why do we honor God with our bodies? Why do we honor God with our bodies? Beloved, we must also be aware that we honor God with our bodies because we are bound for the kingdom of God. Amen. Let's read 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9. Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9. Or do you not know that wrongdoers will not inherit the kingdom of God? Mm. Do not be deceived, neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who have sex with men. Continue. <laughs> yes, please. Yep. Um, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanderers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So, beloved, this is saying that when we continue to give ourselves up to sin, we continue to sin with our bodies, slandering, murder, sexual immorality, whatever. We are not bound for what the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. So it's really important. That is the reason why we must honor God with our bodies. Because we want to be there. We want to be in the kingdom of God. Where there is no pain, where there is no shame. Hell is real. Though. It is so real. The fire is so real. Mm -hmm. It's so real. I don't want to be in that fire. No. 
So today I want us to understand certain things that we need to do or that we are doing with our bodies. So if you know we are doing things with our bodies that we're not meant to do, it's not going to bring glory to God. It's not going to honor God. But when we say no to sin, when we put our bodies to subjection of Christ Jesus and we hold on to Jesus, beloved, we will be there. We will be in God's kingdom. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And another thing. We honor God with our bodies because we are united with Christ. We are members of Christ. Let's read 1 Corinthians chapter 6. 1 Corinthians 6, 15 to 17. 1 Corinthians 6, 15 to 17. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ himself? Mm -hmm. Shall I then take the members of Christ and unite them with a prostitute? Never. Do you not know that he who unites himself with a prostitute is one with her in body? For it is said, the two will become one flesh. Mm. But whoever is united with the Lord is one with him in spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Beloved, it says our bodies are what members of. So Christ is the head. I might be the thumb. Auntie might be the feet. You might be the, the hand. Mm -hmm. Each and every one of us has a part in the body of Christ. So when we sin and we give our bodies up to sin, we deform ourselves. And a body that is deformed, nobody is really not useless. It will, I'm sure it will be cut off. It says we won't be members. So we, we do what? We honor God with our bodies because we are what? United with Christ. Amen. Amen. So let us look after our bodies. Let us look after these bodies and bring it to subjection of Christ Jesus. Let's read something in Romans chapter 12, verse 1, please. Romans 12, 1. Hallelujah. Amen. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Amen. Amen. Beloved, if we have agreed to be followers of Christ, we have to heed to this. Yeah. To offer our bodies to what? Offer our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing Amen. to God Almighty. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't think we have a choice here, do we? No. But it's a great thing. It's not mm. easy. It's not, it's not difficult. As long as you look up to God and he will help you, it's not difficult at all. Amen. Amen. Beloved, what you, you, another way that you can do that, I, every morning when you wake up, you can pray, when you're praying, you tell God, Father, into your hands I commit my body. Help me to live a holy life for you. You might think you're just saying it, but no, you're praying to the Father. He knows he will look after you. He will cause you to do things and cause you not to do things that will bring you to sin. But he will help you look after yourself. If we say this every single day, not as a ritual, but you must mean it in your heart. Praying to God, telling him to help you by his Holy Spirit. Because the Spirit of the Lord has been sent here to do what? To help us, to teach us, and to lead us into all truth. So by the, 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 the power of the Holy Spirit, we'll be able to do this. It is not difficult, beloved. It is not difficult. Amen. Amen. I want us to read something in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 5 to 7. Hebrews 10, 5 to 7. Jesus says something. Hebrews. Amen. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 10, um, verse 5 to 7. Yes, please. Okay. Therefore, when Christ came into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you prepared for me. With burnt offerings and sin offerings, you were not pleased. Then I said, Here I am. It is written about me in the scroll. I have come to do your will, my God. First, he said, sacrifice and offerings, burnt offerings and sin offerings you did not desire, nor were you pleased with them, though they were offered in accordance with the law. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Beloved, what we've read here, Jesus said, he said a body has been prepared for him. I mean, when Jesus came, he could have used his body for anything else. But he said, no, this body that you have given unto me. He said, oh, he didn't seek his own. Jesus didn't seek his own honor. He didn't seek his own power, but he did leave to please God Almighty. Amen. So uh, let's read something in John chapter 6, please. John chapter 6, verse 38. With all the power Jesus had, he could have used his body for something else, but he said no. 
Mm -hmm. I'm going to live to please the Father and to do the Father's will. Amen. John 6:38. John 6:38. Hallelujah. Amen. For I have come down from heaven not to do my will, mm. but to do the will of him who sent me. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So Jesus came not to do his will, not to use his body for anything else, but to do the will of the Father. Let's read again Romans chapter 15 verse 3. Amen. Romans 15 verse 3. Romans chapter 15, verse 3. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. For even Christ did not please himself. Amen. But as that it is, is even enough. Amen. It says, well, mm. even Christ did not please himself. So why do we want to please ourselves when we are living for wow. God? Amen. You know, but when you're living for God and you're doing the will of God, you'll be surprised that things that you like that are not contradictory to the word of God, you'll be able to do it. So in other words, you're also pleasing yourself, but through what? Christ mm. to mm. honor God. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. Beloved, let's give God a clap offering. <laughs> As I said, this might seem too much. It might seem like, oh, it's impossible. How am I going to do this? No, 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 no. When you read Zachariah, it said, it's not by my might, nor by my power, but by your spirit. Let's read Zachariah chapter 4, verse 6. It's not by my might, nor by my power, but by your spirit. Amen. Okay. Zachariah chapter 4, verse, verse 6. 6. Then he said to me, um, Sorry. Take your time. <laughs> so he said to me, mm -hmm. this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. Amen. Amen. So beloved, it's not impossible. It is possible. Why am I saying it's possible? Because the Holy Spirit is there to help us. Amen. The Holy Spirit is there to help us. Children, Amen. use your bodies to please God. Honor God with your bodies. Live right for God. It's not by your mind, nor by your power, but ask the Holy Spirit to help you. The Holy Spirit is a, he, he, he's a gentleman. Pastor always says yeah. that. He's a personality. Speak to him. Amen. Relate with him. Whatever. Mm. It doesn't matter. Don't think, oh, this sounds, mm. you know, it sounds very weird. No, 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 no. Even if you're going out to the mall, children, you can pray. Say, Holy Spirit, come with me. Go with me. Help me. Order my steps. Help me. You can even ask the Holy Spirit to help you choose what clothes you want to wear. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. I don't think it's a bad thing. I mean, you know, if I'm able to ask my husband what okay. he should help me choose something to wear, I should be able to, you know, ask the Holy Spirit. Because he's a friend. What Amen. a great friend we have. Amen. He's a best friend, one who you speak to and will not go telling people. I mean, what else can you ask for? Amen. You know, we are assured. So, beloved, it's not impossible. It is possible we can live to mm. please God. We can live to honor God with our bodies by the help of the Holy Spirit. There's some um, verses I want us to read. I would just want us to know Romans chapter 12, verse 4 to 5. I think today I've gone a little bit uh, further. By now I would have finished. Mm -hmm. Serious, you can ask them. By now I would have finished. <laughs> Amen. Romans 12, verse 4 to 5. Hallelujah. Amen. For just as each of us has one body with many members... Oh, we've read that already, oh. We've read this one already. Okay, you just read it again. Um, uh, for just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, mm. so in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. Amen. Amen. If, I, if you want to be part of this Christ body, I think you should look after yourself, so you not be deformed. Anyone who has a form of deformity, you know, sometimes is always a bit shy. I don't think, you know, so it's really important that we look after our body so that yeah. we we'll look, we'll look blemish, we we'll look nice and sweet in, 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 in the part, in the body of Christ. Amen. Amen. Let's Amen. read again. Let's read First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 27. I I think we've read that one too. Okay, let's read Ephesians chapter 5, verse 25. Okay. <clears throat> I love this one. I love this verse. Ephesians 5, 25 to 27. <coughs> I love this verse. 
Ephesians 5, 25, mm -hmm. hallelujah. Amen. Husbands, love your wives, mm -hmm. just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Mm -hmm. Amen. Oh, read to 27. <laughs> to make her holy, <laughs> to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word. Amen. Amen. Uh, read that, that side again. The 27 again. And I'll continue to 27. I'll read the 26 again. That's yes. what I'm actually looking for. To make her holy, mm -hmm. cleansing her by the washing with water through the word. Amen. Amen. So God makes us holy by what? Cleansing us with the washing, with the word, through the word. So I believe that any time that we hear the word of God, God is cleansing us. So have you not realized that when you're yeah. living in Christ, when you're living your life in Christ, people see you, they see you different. You're always glowing. You're always smiling. People wonder, ah, all these issues that are going on, like, do, do, does she not have any issues? Is he not bothered with all this pandemic? Beloved, because you're being cleansed and washed Amen. by the word of God. This body is being cleansed and washed. So you're glowing. I mean, you, we don't need too much makeup. I've got someone anyway, but it doesn't matter. Don't look at that one. You know, seriously, can you not see that men are glowing? How, Pastor, how, you know, they are just glowing. Why? Because they are being Amen. cleansed. Their bodies are being cleansed by the word of God. So, beloved, anytime you hear the word of God, just put in my, oh, goodness, this word that I'm reading, this word that is being spoken over me, I'm being washed by the word, being washed by water, by the word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. There's another one in Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. Galatians mm -hmm. 2, verse 20. Verse 20, hallelujah. Mm, amen. I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Hallelujah. Amen. So we no longer live, but Christ lives in us. If Christ lives in us, what a great, it means light lives in you. The truth lives in you. The word of God lives in you. So why not look after this body? Why not take care of this body? When you know that your savior lives in you, beloved, if we have that mentality and that mindset, we'll do anything to look after our bodies. Because we know that mm, there's something greater, something higher. If you think your husband is cute and handsome, forget it. Christ is in you. He is cuter than your husband and he's living in you. What a great honor. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus. I want us to be aware that the more of Christ in us, the less of this flesh. The less of this flesh. So our bodies will not crave for the things of the world. It will not crave for sin. So more of Christ. Let's read more of the word. Soak Amen. ourselves in the word. Listen to more preaching. Because the more word you're listening to, you're listening to Christ. The Bible says that in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And the word came to dwell among us in the flesh. Amen. That is what Jesus. So the more we have Jesus in us, the more we have what? life and our bodies are be sanctified and washed by the word so we are, we are we, let's read something in second corinthians chapter 13 verse 5 second corinthians 13 verse 5 i want more of jesus the more of jesus the more of me because for me it's no good i might smile but i'm not that nice <laughs> second corinthians 13, 13 verse, five. verse 5. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test mm -hmm. yourselves. Amen. Do you not realize that Christ Jesus is in you? Mm. Unless, of course, you fail the test. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Says, do we not realize that Christ is in us? Beloved, do you not see that Jesus is in you? That he lives in you? So you examine yourself by your thinking, by your way of life, by yeah. people around you. Examine yourself. Are you living right for Christ? If Christ is, I want more of Christ. Yeah. Because if I have more of Christ, I don't worry. I don't bother myself with unnecessary things. You know, I'm content and I'm happy and I'm peaceful. For he is peace. Mm. He's the prince of what? Of peace. So imagine all the names that we call Christ Jesus. Mm. Remember, Jesus is what? God, God, God in what? Uh, in the person that he came on earth. So you have Elohim in you. You have El Shaddai in you. You have Yahweh in you. You have El Roy in you. You have Jehovah Nissi, Jehovah Rapha, the healer. He's living in you, beloved. Amen. Amen. 
Let's keep these bodies for Christ. Let's be mindful of the things that we do to this body. Praise the Lord. Amen. Now, there are two ways. I've got two ways to make sure that Christ dwells in you. One is 1 John chapter 3, verse 4 to 6. 1 John chapter 3, verse 4 to 6. First John chapter 3, verse 4 to 6. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Everyone who sins breaks the law. In fact, sin is lawlessness. But you know that he appeared so that he might take away our sins. And in him is no sin. So Amen. no one who lives in him keeps on sinning. No one who continues to sin has either seen him or known him. Amen. Hallelujah. So beloved, we must walk away from sin. Ask God to help us when we are praying for forgiveness of sin. We ask God to deliver us from the power of sin. The Bible says that sin encroaches. It wants to have us. Mm. So sin is powerful. Mm. But by the power of the Holy Spirit, we are able to say no to sin. So that's one of the things we have to make sure, to make sure that Christ is doing us, to make sure that we are not giving ourselves to sin. We are not sinning more. Yeah. One will say, I remember one, one brother, one brother who was living in sin. And then I called him because he was very close to me. So I called him and I told him that, my dear, my brother, what you're doing is sin. I mean, you are actually living. He said, oh, forget, forget. When I kneel there and I pray, God will forgive me. His grace is sufficient. I said, so you think the grace will never run out? Mm -hmm. So God's grace can never run out. So he's thinking, oh, when I go down my knees and I pray, mm -hmm. God will forgive me. So it's okay. Hey. Anyway, I didn't even know what to say. I was just concerned about his salvation. Mm -hmm. So I just asked him to whatever you're doing, you might think you're hurting someone or doing what, but think about your salvation. When you die right now and you haven't asked God for forgiveness, what will you do? You're waiting to sleep in the evening and ask God for forgiveness. What if you die in the afternoon? I mean, he hasn't even thought about that. So please, let's abstain from sin. It's not by might, remember, nor by power, but by the help of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And the second one is in the same First John chapter 3, verse 24. 1 John 3, 24. Hallelujah. Amen. The one who keeps God's commands lives in him and he in them. And this is how we know that he lives in us. We know it by the spirit he gave us. Hallelujah. Amen. So the one who keeps God's commands, I remember for the past few weeks, pastor has been talking about how to keep God's command, doing the word of the Lord, being obedient to God's word. So the more we obey the word of God, the more what? We are living in Christ. Amen. You understand? Amen. So um, the next part is why is you living in Christ? Because it's important when we live in Christ, our bodies are not subject to our own wishes and our own wills. Our bodies are able to do the will of God and we are able to honor God with our bodies. So why is living in Christ and Christ living in us important? Colossians chapter 1 verse 27. Colossians 1.27. Colossians 1.27. Yes. Amen. Are you there? The place uh, is very quiet. Colossians 1.27. Maybe I'm in the wrong place i think i am <laughs> sorry colossians 1 27 hallelujah amen to them god has chosen to make known among the gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery which is christ in you the hope of glory hallelujah amen. beloved amen. when christ is in you the hope of glory you must lose a marriage you must lose a partner you must lose a child you you might sorry you might lose a job or something but when you're in christ you know that the hope of glory, Christ in you, the hope of glory, your faith is not shaken. You are not broken because Christ is in you. You know that Christ can give you more. Look at Job. Look at what God did for Job. Everything was taken away from Job. But what did God do again? He gave him even better one than he had before. Amen. Beloved. Amen. So Christ in us, the hope of glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's read Romans chapter 8 verse 1. 
Amen. Amen. Romans chapter 8, verse 1. Mm -hmm. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. So there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. When you're in Christ Jesus, you know that there's something for you. Something is being prepared for you. You're not condemned to sin. You're not condemned to hell. Hallelujah. Beloved, we've read this one. The first Corinthians chapter 3 verse 7, that says, God will destroy anyone that wants to destroy his temple, which is our bodies. So when we destroy these bodies, we are what? Destroyed by God. But we don't want to do that. Now we know that the body is really important. So we don't want to destroy this body by sinning, by doing all kinds. But we want to be in Christ and live in Christ. For the more of Christ, the less of ourselves. In the name of Jesus, amen. amen. Let's read Romans chapter 8, verse 9 to 11. I'm almost ending. Romans 8, um, verse 9 to 11. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. You, however, are not in the realm of the flesh, but are in the realm of the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God lives in you. And if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, they do not belong to Christ. But if Christ is in you, then even though your body is subject to death because of sin, the Spirit gives life because of righteousness. Amen. Amen. So this is just Amen. saying in simple words, if Christ lives in you, the Spirit gives you what your body was, life. Life. Amen. You're full of life. That's what I'm saying, that people don't understand why you're always happy. People will never know. They think you've won the jackpot, but no, 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 no. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. It might look like you don't have the limousine today. It might look like you don't have the marriage, the child you're yearning for. But Christ in you, the hope of what? Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. There are certain practical things that we need to do to help our bodies. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 8. It says physical training has some value. So it's important we train our bodies with some jogging and some walking and some exercising. We can eat metals, metal choppers. We have some metal choppers in our midst. <laughs> Amen. Amen. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 5, verse 8, sorry. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 8, hallelujah. Amen. For physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. Amen. Amen. So the physical training has some value. It's important. Yeah, amen. Beloved, it's really important. Even for me, when I started this journey that I'm on, Beloved, I'll tell you something. Don't laugh. It's not funny because this is very personal. When I said that, I couldn't, I mean, about four, four months ago, when I said that, I couldn't cross my leg. Seriously, because I was so big. It's true. Oh, you're laughing. <laughs> I couldn't cross my leg. But when I lost some weight, now I can cross my leg. For, ah, you see, you see that, just how you, I always, I was always laughing at him saying, why are you crossing your leg? You're always crossing your leg like your people because in, yeah. this, in this town, they always like to cross their leg. They are like some gentlemen. I was, in fact, I was very envious. I didn't understand why I couldn't cross. But when I lost some weight, I realized, ah, I sat down one day and I crossed my leg. And indeed, my legs were crossed for a while, for a long time. Yeah. So it's good to exercise, so. Huh. It's good to jog and it's good to walk. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's read Genesis chapter 1 verse 29. All those that are laughing, this Christmas you're not getting any present. <laughs> Genesis chapter, chapter 1, 1 verse 29. 29. Hallelujah. Amen. Then God said, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth mm. and every tree that has fruit with seed in it. They will be yours for food. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Beloved, eat well. Mm -hmm. Eat well. Eat well. Enjoy your food. But eat in moderation. Eat in moderation. Eat well. It's really important for the body to grow well, to be healthy. I'm telling you, yesterday I had something I was not meant to have. As pastor, I couldn't sleep. I was very sick. Seriously, I told him, you better pray that I get better. If not, you'll be preaching. I was really ill yesterday. Because I wasn't used to what I had. It really disturbed my stomach. I was, oh, goodness. I felt sick. I couldn't even vomit. I was just lying down. And Madame prayed for me, Ronel, and I got better. <laughs> Amen. Let's read Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 14. 
Deuteronomy 5.14. These are just practical things we can do to help our bodies. Okay, Deuteronomy 5.14. Hallelujah. Amen. But the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord, to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you, nor your son or daughter, nor your male or female servant, nor your ox, your donkey, or any of your animals, nor any foreigner residing in your towns, so that your male and female servants may rest as Amen. you do. Amen. Love, rest is really important. I heard Pastor saying, was it yesterday? Yeah, he was saying that God told him that that day of rest resets our bodies. And it is true. It resets our bodies. We need that day of rest, beloved. If you're not taking it, you're missing out. God needs your body to use you for his kingdom, Amen. to win souls for him, to work for him. We are required to work. No matter, Every believer is required to work. It doesn't matter if you're a child or an adult or whatever. So we need to look after this body, to rest so that God can use us for his glory. Amen. Amen. Let's read Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20. Proverbs 4, 20. Proverbs 4, 20. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20. To Hallelujah. 22. To 22. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. My son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart. Mm. For they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. Mm. Amen. Amen. Beloved, did you hear that? This is God speaking. He says, well, his word is what? Health to our body. So the more we read the word of God, I don't know if you think you want to see something that, no, but God's word is true. And the Bible says that God's word, when it is sent forth, it never comes back empty-handed. So I believe in this word. The more we feed ourselves with God's word and we do the word of God, we obey God's word. It is health to our bodies. For the more you obey God's word, you're at peace. You're very peaceful. You don't struggle. I don't know, I don't know how to explain it, but I, I, I've ex I, I'm experiencing it. I don't say I have experienced it. I am experiencing it. You don't struggle in life. You don't struggle. Not that you don't have issues. I have plenty issues. Pastor told you he has a lot of problems. <laughs> I have plenty issues. But the more you do God's way by the help of the Holy Spirit, it brings what health. Mm. Your body is it makes brings health to your body. Proverbs again, chapter three, verse seven to nine. Proverbs chapter three, verse seven to nine. Proverbs. 3, 7 to 9. Hallelujah. Amen. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Wow, imagine. Amen. Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your Amen. crops. Amen. Amen. It says, well, shun evil. Fear the Lord. It will bring what? Health to your bodies. Amen. Then evil people are struggling. Mm -hmm. Seriously. Murderers and stuff. I mean, I don't know if they kill someone, are they able to, their bodies, are they able to sleep? Anyway, for us, God is saying here, but when we shun evil, it is what? Health to our bodies. Amen. Amen. Let's read Proverbs, the same Proverbs again. Chapter 14, verse 30. That's our last, our last verse. Proverbs 14, 30. 30. Proverbs 14, 30. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. A heart at peace gives life to the body, but envy rots the bones. Hmm. Amen. Amen. This is very self-explanatory. It says envy, that, a heart at peace, that's what brings life to the body. Beloved, let's live in peace. Let's be content with what we have. Let's not envy. So today, what, are, what am I saying today? What I'm saying is this body matters. This body matters. When we shun evil, when we, we walk away from sin, when we live in Christ, it is good for this body. For this body is the temple of the Lord. God is interested in our bodies. For we honor God with our bodies, either living or dying. So, beloved, today my message is very simple. I want us to be aware 
and to be mindful of what we do with our bodies, the things that we are doing or even things that people are doing that will affect our bodies. We should be mindful of it. So all standing, beloved, you have heard the word of the Lord. I want you to pray just one prayer and ask God that by this word, may he help you by his spirit to be able to live for Christ. For the more of Christ in us, the less of us, our flesh, the less of our selfish self. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you for your word. I pray and I bring your people before you. Lord, we ask that help us, Lord. Help us to bring this body to your subjection. Help us to have more of you, Jesus, that we will live in you and that you will live in us and that we will abstain from sin in the name of Jesus. That whatever it takes today, we surrender before you and we surrender to you. By your Holy Spirit, I pray thee that he help us. Lord, if by any chance, Lord, we are living in sin, we ask for your help. Help us to say no to sin and to overcome sin in the name of Jesus. For we know sin wants to harbor. It's encroaching on us. Father, help us by your Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. For we have no power of our own. We depend on you, Holy Spirit. We depend on you, sweet Holy Spirit. Today we ask for your grace, Father. Your grace to enable us to do that we need, we need to do, Lord Almighty, that will look after this body, that will honor you with our bodies in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for your word today. I thank you, Father, for everyone here and those that are watching. We pray thee and we ask that may all that your people have said, Father, be done. Lord, may your eyes be opened to your people's prayer and may your ears be attentive to our cry today. Help us to overcome sin. Help us to say no to sin. Deliver us from the power of sin. Help us to live in Christ Jesus and Christ in us. For we know it's the hope of glory. Lord, help us to honor you with our bodies. Grant us deeper understanding and revelations that we need, Father, to honor you with our bodies. In the name of Jesus, I give you glory, I give you praise for an answered prayer in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Someone give You have been blessed by the teachings of God's word. For audio CDs, videos, books, and other information, please visit our website on www.devotionallightchurch.com. God bless you.